Hi, I'm Mike Gibson, and welcome to Sky 2018, and I'm talking with Kaylin Ho about the new Sky Kit. Talk to us about this quality improvement toolkit. Hi, Mike. So Sky Kit is uh, the, the child of the quality improvement committee at Sky, and it consists of a bunch of tools. There are slide decks for education, there are checklists, um, and there are also clinical decision support tools. So there are tools for assessing appropriate use criteria for diagnostic cath and coronary vascularization, and there are also some PCI risk assessment tools so you can figure out uh, what the risks of complications are for a patient who you're thinking about doing PCI on. So how would a doc use this day-to-day, Kaylin? Uh, what is the kind of thing that has the most bearing on clinical practice? Is it the AUC criteria that they can look it up, or are there tick boxes they can figure out if they're appropriate, and patient in front of them right here, right now is appropriate? How does that work? Right, so if you go to the Sky website and click on Documents and Quality, um, you'll see there's a link to AUC tools. And if you click on that, um, right now the 2012 version is still up. We're going to roll out the 2016-2017 coronary revascular one shortly. We're trying to get the bugs out. But if you click there, um, it will ask you a series of questions about the patient. And when you get to the terminal note, it will show you, um, based on the clinical characteristics that you input um, for the various scenarios for diagnostic cath or for PCI or cabbage, um, for the things you indicated, whether the, the ratings for those scenarios are appropriate or inappropriate or uncertain or maybe appropriate. Um, it'll show so how does it tell you? Does it give you a range? You know, What will it say back to you? Appropriate, inappropriate, or will you say A, B, C, D? What will it say? It depends on the scenario. Mm-hmm. So, for example, under coronary revascularization for stable team heart disease, there are eight questions you have to answer. So I'll show you the answers to the eight questions, and then I'll say, if you said no cabbage, for example, I'll show you for one vessel disease, two vessel disease, three vessel disease, left main disease, PCR cabbage, based on the anatomical configuration, based on the eight questions you answered, what the ratings are, so it could be appropriate, maybe appropriate, or rarely appropriate. Mm-hmm. I'll show that to you, and it's color-coded, so appropriates are green, rarely appropriates are red. You can see that on your smartphone or on your computer. If you're using a computer, you can generate a PDF that you can print and put in the ah, chart. That's nice, and, so you can document it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's a space on the su- side for you to comment, and if you want a second opinion, like it's maybe appropriate, you want to explain why you're doing it, you can get a second opinion, there's space to write that down. For those of us who are using electronic health records, there's also a copy-paste option, so you can hmm. copy that same information from the app and paste it into your cath report or your EHR so oh, the same information. to document it. That's great. What about the risk calculator? How does that work? So there are two risk calculators based on version 4 data set. Um, one set's from the NCDR and MASDAQ and the other is from BMC Squared. Um, both of them ask you a series of questions and then it will show you the predicted risk of various outcomes. So the BMC Squared one shows you the risk of death, transfusion, and contrast nephropathy. The NCDR one will show you death, repeat revascularization, readmission, vascular complications, um, and kidney failure. And that one also comes to the graph, and there's also a grid that shows you the expected one-year target vessel target revascularization rate, depending on whether you use a DS or bare metal based on the stent length and size. But nothing that says, what if you don't do any PCI in this patient? It just says, if you no. do a PCI, what happens? Right. So if you want to think about should you proceed or not, there are other tools not in the Sky Kit that can help you with patient choice and chart decision-making, but those aren't part of the Sky Kit. And for the slides, those would be something you just look on your handheld device, but the slides would also be available on a website that you could right. use for presentations That's at right. your hospital? So you can download them, you can use them at your hospital, you can take them and do grand rounds in your community, um, and they're arranged by topic. There are also a set of uh, tips for cardiovascular professionals, for, for the technologists and nurses that work in your cath lab. 
there are some tools available. There's also a set of tips of the month, um, which are very short sort of checklists and guidelines on, for example, how to switch off a DOAC before a procedure, or tips on how to get ultrasound-guided vascular access, um, a variety of useful things that come out every month or two um, that are very up-to-date and uh, edited by different members of the Quality Improvement Committee. And anything for patients? I mean, can you show a patient, here's, you know, uh, you know your arteries and here's what I'm going to fix? Anything that's patient-centered? Um, not in the Sky Kit. There are other external tools out there that are available from different people. One of our former trainees has an app out there that's available for free that shows videos and things like that, but not part of Sky not Kit. Not part of Sky Kit. So where do you download this? Uh, so if you go to Sky sky.org, SCI.org, look under Documents and Quality. Um, there will be a menu on the left that will link you to all the various tools that are there. Great. Well, thanks, Kaylin, for driving this. A lot of work went into this. And uh, thanks for joining us here from Sky 2018.